What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And if you want even more guitar content, be sure to check out axesandblades.com. Well, it's a pretty nerdy guitar thing running a daily guitar podcast, but you know, just to be even nerdier, I've decided to do the probably the most nonsensey, stupidy guitar nerdy thing I could think of. And uh, I am starting to do some experiments and comparisons with different strings. I know, just the most exciting thing you could possibly do with your spare time. But um, over the last couple of years, like probably a ton of you listening, it's just such a such a thing that we do as guitarists for some reason. I've been trying out a ton of different strings, trying to figure out which ones I like, which ones I don't. I feel like this is a this is like a, a phase we all go through. Like we use a certain I find anyway with a bunch of us, like we use a set of strings for a long time. We go like, oh, yeah, that's what I use. You know, um, however we end up at it, maybe we've done it kind of experimental phase before or we've just ended up going in and buying something off the shelf and being like, yeah, that totally works fine. And we end up with those and then we start seeing all these other strings and stuff and other people rant and rave about this one and this one and this one. And instead of just like buying one and going like, okay, yeah, this works this this is cool too and comparing it to what i was using before i find we do end up in these kind of phases where we just like buy all these different types and cycle through them and try everything it's it's it, i don't know it's kind of like a curiosity thing it can be quite cool as well because it can you know uh bring to a guitar that you've been playing a long time a different kind of feeling and you can get like a you know like when you when you buy any other piece of gear you can kind of like reinvigorate your your setup a little bit even even though you know, if you're on a budget, you don't have a lot. You just buy like a little thing and it can sort of re-inspire you, revigorate you a little bit, even like a little pedal or, or something. And sometimes strings can as well because you try all the different types and your guitar feels different. And sometimes that makes you kind of play differently. Even if you prefer one set to another, you kind of start to play differently with each of them. And it's kind of interesting um, how that can happen. And that can kind of be cool and inspiring in itself. Um yeah, that's the side of it I'm more interested in is just playing, like not really thinking about it too hard. It's just like um, I found that there it's one of those things where sometimes in guitar world, like stuff gets over exaggerated, how different they are. And sometimes strings get like under exaggerated, like different brands of strings. I find like people go like, oh, you buy this, you know, Tube Screamer ripoff and it's just oh, it's completely night and day different to this other Tube Screamer ripoff. And like. I've just always found that just like maybe my ear doesn't have the subtleties, but I'm just like, yeah, like in terms of me sitting there plugging it in, how it affects me as a player, like it's just, it doesn't really change. <laughs> like there will be ones that I kind of slightly prefer to others, but like it just doesn't feel that different. I don't get any kind of night and day difference. And the same thing happens with a bunch of stuff where people go like, oh, you've got to try these these uh, you know whatever this accessory these pedals whatever it is you gotta you gotta upgrade to this thing you gotta get this software oh my goodness changes the whole game and it's it's i'm always slightly suspicious that there's secretly some kind of they're, sec they're secretly taking money under the table from whatever company they're talking about because i'm always like inevitably this is not going to be very different is it and we talked about that in a few episodes recently, talking with the Luthiers about how I would like with Fran from Fran Fred and Hilco Guitars, you know, um, it's all in the fingers and the stuff like that and saying like, yeah, we can talk about this a little bit, but it comes down to you in the end. But strings, I feel like almost get kind of undersold on that. Like I find them completely different. I find that like it changes the the feel immensely when I put it on guitar and it really does 
completely changed my experience with the exact same setup to put a different set of strings from a different brand. Same gauge and everything. Obviously, changing gauge of strings can absolutely do that as well. But especially when it's a fairly big difference, like you go from an uncoated to a coated string, that's what I found. It can really change the the music you're writing even, which actually makes sense when you think about it. Like, come on, you know, this pedal based on this basic same circuit as this other pedal doesn't really send me to a completely different sphere of innovation and influence and excitement on the guitar kind of figures this thing which is actually what my fingers are touching and contributes possibly more than anything to the feel of of the guitar or at least as much as kind of fretwork and things like that makes a huge difference kind of makes sense doesn't it um so I've kind of become just nerdily interested, but also just as a player, like, interested. But I've ended up in that weird cycle of things where we I'm kind of switching constantly back and forth between all these different types. Like, I, you know, there's stuff I like about all of them, but there's nothing where I go, like, that is me. That's definitely me. Um, but one thing I've always been curious about, and I think with a lot of us, is the elixir strings. And I think it's because whenever you meet someone who plays elixir strings they do have that thing. They do have that thing where they're just like, oh, I play Elixir. And I'm not talking about like an endorsed artist who obviously might say that. Um, you just meet like a random person, like a friend of yours and they do like, oh, I switched to Elixir a couple of years ago. Like that's where you got it. You just, you just, got, you just you'll never ever buy any other strings again. You've got to do that. They tend to have quite like hardcore loyal fans. If, if that's a stupid word to use for strings, I think it is really. Um, I'm a fan, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't even listen to music. I just I just follow string companies now. Um, that's what I'm an enthusiast for. That's the dark path I've gone down. But I've been interested in them for a while. And I think this is like super, super, super relatable. Someone out there is going to relate to this. I've been super interested in them because they get a lot of hype and stuff. And I've played some other coated strings. And I can't, I do, you know, I like the, the slippery thing. Like I don't necessarily use fast fret or anything like that. But I do like some of the coated strings having the kind of like slicker feel to them. I do enjoy that. Like I say, I've been switching back and forwards and on some guitars seem to prefer the slicker things and some just sticking with like your kind of standard like Ernie Ball Slinkers or something just kind of works. But I do kind of like the slicker thing and I have found the coated strings do last longer. And I went at that super skeptical because I was like, this is just marketing. Like they're not going to last longer. Um, and I found they, I found they actually um generally do do they last as much longer as they say like i don't know i didn't i have not done scientific experiments with this in fact i haven't really kind of set results up clearly which is why i think i keep bouncing between strings which is why i'm now going to do a bit more of a clear kind of set conscious experiment for myself and i'm going to do it with elixirs i've got some elixirs and that's what i'm going to do it with so Whilst I've been enjoying it, I have felt it's kind of long life and stuff. I was curious about the elixirs, but like so many guitarists, and this is what's relatable, curious about the elixirs, thought they had some cool claims, hear all these people raving about them. But like, then you go and you look at the price (laughs) on the back of strings and you're kind of like, oh, do I want to pay that? Now, to be completely fair, they are completely fairly and evenly priced with a lot of the other like coated strings, you know, when like... Dario have their more standard lines and then they have like the NYXLs and Ernie Ball have their more standard lines and then they have the Paradigms like the Paradigms and the NYXLs and the Elixirs are all like in the same ballpark um and I clear tones maybe a little cheaper but they're kind of in this they're actually really they're really in the same ballpark um so 
you know, it's actually fair enough. But when you're used to paying like six bucks a pack for strings or there, thereabouts, and then it's like 14 or 15 or whatever, you, do, you there's a wince. There's like a, how good are these again? You know, if I break one of these, as, as you sometimes break a string, how annoyed am I going to be? Um, which is interesting. In terms of the long life thing with... Um, Covered strings. I'll talk more about it as, as I as I go on through the experiments with the elixirs. But what I found so far is not necessarily always that they keep that like just put on fresh feeling. Like I feel like there's there's that's a stage in strings. You put it on and it's just just fresh on. And it might even when you go to record sound like too fresh the strings because it might be such a contrast to to the strings at any other stage. You have them like super fresh, um, like just on and then you have like worn in a tiny bit but still feeling nice fresh and bouncy and live and that's stage two and then stage three is this really long stage of like they're worn in they don't have that like super fresh super bouncy feel but they're completely they're completely fine and then stage four and after is like starts to get grimy you know the gristly the kind of black starts to come off them you get like the they start to look kind of nasty um and and like you can see looking at your guitar across the room that they're kind of gross and obviously that stage four can kind of go on forever you know ad infinitum you get kind of like a you get kind of like a an extreme version of that of course where it gets nastier and nastier and nastier but there's a point where stage four starts where you can you feel the strings actually feel quite rough and you can see like the shiny and the dark patches what i found with the coated strings is not necessarily that they keep stage one any longer that like super fresh thing which i know like some players when they're recording in the studio and stuff when they put new strings on deliberately play them a while to get from stage one to stage two because they feel like stage two feels a bit more natural and stage one can sound like too bright and jumpy but not necessarily that they keep stage one anymore uh and they're any longer life there the coated strings are you know keeps stage two around for longer definitely they keep stage two around for longer this is my experience and then where they really shine is that long phase stage three where they're still good the strings are still good they're not that super bright super brand new fresh strings on like ah feeling but they're still good they sound good they're still fresh enough for sure that like kind of long stage which i feel like strings staying for a long time i found the coated strings stay in that for a a lot longer than the non-coded ones that's why i've really noticed the difference like i say they don't really keep that literally brand new one stage one extended i find that that's pretty comparable to like a ernie ball slinky set stage two some of the coated strings do extend that a bit longer for sure but but not a huge amount but but definitely enough for me to notice but where i really noticed it was stage three it takes a long time for me to get the coated strings to the point where they start to go to stage four like all gross and grimy or like you know not super gross but just you start to really see the difference you can kind of feel it if you kind of um, pinch the string and run up and down you can feel there's like a gristliness to it that's stage four i found that the coated strings keep that away for a distinctly longer time which is good i think that that's a great thing for the consumer because i think a lot of the time we're playing with kind of stage three strings where it's like they're still fresh enough they're not gross they're not nasty but like they're not the super fresh on feeling necessarily and so to keep that extended does make the biggest difference for us in terms of noticing that it's longer between changing strings which is good and then obviously if the strings are slightly more expensive that can get offset a little bit by them lasting longer in that way so i've noticed that um 
Now, when I got my JHG Yasha model guitar, it came with Elixir Polywebs on it, and they have a really nice tone to them. They are the slickest, slipperiest of the Elixirs, and they are the slickest coated strings I have ever played. It feels like you've got fast fret kind of stuff all over your strings. Um, and the long life, again, especially of that stage three, but even extending the kind of stage two feeling as I'm designating it in my own head just to try and organize this was pretty phenomenal um in fact i never i played them for a long time never even got them to stage four really um they, you know they doled out gradually as strings will do but like they never really got grisly or grimy so that's a that's a properly thick coating so what what happened was i was very curious about that but they are very slick feeling and i enjoy it but in this stage of st- curiosity about strings it's also curious about well what about getting the long life with a bit of that slick feeling, but not quite as slick. So it wasn't such a stark difference to the other strings I might be used to. Well, that's the kind of thing with Elixir is they really cater to that because they have three different coatings. And that's kind of the point of them. So I bought some polywebs. I'm going to keep experimenting with the polywebs and I'm going to compare them to the nano webs. So the idea of the polywebs is the they've got this quite warm tone, Elixir will say, and they're they are very slick and slippery feeling um the yasha also has like incredible fret work and a beautiful maple fretboard and stainless steel frets and all of that combined it's like the slickest slickest feeling guitar ever and i was thinking you know could that be too much in terms of pure feeling no i just like it but like i said i've got this weird stupid nerd thing usually i'm just like if that's what i like then i do it i'm very simple with gear I'm a bit uncurious sometimes with gear I'm sort of like that works and so then I don't do anything else which is which is kind of the opposite of like a lot of gear people who just want to try everything and have this great curiosity and a lot of the time I'm like that works for me it inspires me to make music so we're done <laughs> um for some reason at the moment with strings I just I guess I just I tried a few too many in a short space of time and it's caused this mindset now where I'm just curious about all of it and kind of like well maybe this is a bit better well maybe this and my weird gear logic, which is always illogical and stupid, let's be honest, whenever you use the phrase gear logic, you mean you're being dumb. The logical thing is these strings feel good, so I will use them, end of sentence. And whilst they do make a big difference, strings, they don't make so crazy much difference. They do make a big difference, but not so crazy that you're going to switch from this pad to this back and it's going to, it's, it's suddenly you're actually good at guitar. <laughs> you know, um, but they do make a big difference. And because of that, I am very curious. So there, there is actually a bit of logic in it, but but also not too much. But I'm being a complete gear person right now because I also have bought a bunch of polywebs and I've bought a bunch of nanowebs. And the nanoweb coating from Elixir, the idea is it's a brighter tone, they say. I'm going to see if I can hear that. Um, that would be interesting on the Yasha. The Yasha is bright anyway with its combination of woods and the way it's constructed and the Jaguar pickups on it. Very curious about whether that gets too bright or anything, but the idea is that they're smooth feeling the nanowebs, but they're not nearly as slick as the polywebs. So they'll feel like a coated string, they'll feel slicker, but they'll be nowhere near as slick as the polywebs. I'm wondering if that will be a nice balance with the the maple fretboard and the stainless steel frets on the Yasha, or whether I will just really like the all-out kind of slickness of the polywebs. That'd be cool. Uh, I might try these on other guitars as well. And I've got a bunch of my normal strings and some other string sets around that I'm going to be comparing with the Elixirs as well. I'm going to be looking at how uh, long life they are. The polywebs, I'm already impressed by the long life. But, 
you know, and then when I switched back to only born things, I did find that the polygons lasted longer. Like I say, they're like twice as much, but they did last a long time. The nano webs, I'm curious, will they last as long as the elixirs? I'll also be comparing their feel. I'll see if I notice any tonal differences. Um, and yeah, we're going to go all out nerdy and see what I think of elixir strings. There's all this hype. People get on the hype train. There's people who absolutely love them. Let's watch in real time and see if I become a converted fanboy for elixir. And we could we could watch the genesis happen as a guitar. You know, we always encounter these elixir people who are just obsessed with elixir strings. They get a bit marmite-y sometimes as well. People love them or hate them, especially the polywebs. If they've tried the polywebs, sometimes people go, oh, elixir strings are way too much for me. And that's partly why I'm doing this as well. It's all like, well, maybe if these are way too much for you, you should have gone for the, the nano web, for example. Because um, they're a bit less extreme in their difference to a non-coated string. Um, so we're going to be interested in that. And... We're going to see if it happens. We're going to watch the indoctrination of someone becoming an obsessed Elixir fan. If that happens, we're going to see how does that happen. And then we'll know forever when you next see a person who goes, it's got to be Elixir, the only strings I'll ever play. You go, I know how that happens. I watched a young man fall into that pit of expensive strings one time. <laughs> so I know how it happens. He did it on a podcast. Um, now, I will say there's also a third type of Elixir strings, the OptiWeb. These are the kind of green color on the packaging. Um... I haven't gone for those. We'll see as this goes on if I go for them. I haven't got any right now because I'm curious mostly about the feel. Like I said, the polywebs are very slick and I'm seeing if the nanowebs, that's my first point of experimentation in this stupid nerd journey is are the nanowebs a perfect balance on a guitar that already has a nice slick feel and uh, would that balance it more or do I just like the all out kind of slick feeling of the polyweb? That's where I'm starting from. Keeping an eye on long life, keeping an eye on tone or an ear, or whatever, but um, I've gone for those because that's my first point of kind of seeing how I feel about this as my first point of comparison. The opt point of the OptiWebs is that they have the long-lasting benefits of a coated string, supposedly, but they have a nat what Elixir refers to as a natural feel. And kind of the idea of the OptiWebs is it's like the coated string for people who don't want it to feel like a coated string. So it's a great idea. Again, I love how they have all these different coats. It's a very clever like way to go about it is if you say uh to me, for example, or or let's say let's say a converted Elixir string fan. One day you go to practice and you go, Oh, my strings just don't last as long. I have to keep changing them all the time. Especially now we're playing in, you know, hot rehearsal room i'm sweating all over the fretboard i feel like my strings are not lasting and the, you know your elixir obsessed second guitarist or whatever goes oh man you gotta play elixir they're the only strings and he's one of those guys he's one of the the converted one of the cult members you know he's standing there and he's like eyes wide shut robe like elixir or whatever um his branded elixir sex robe and um He's like, you got to buy Elixir. The only strings that are any good, you waste your money otherwise. And you buy the Polywebs, which is what tends to come to people's minds and tends to be pointed to and stuff. And you buy those and you're like, well, these are just too different. And you're like, maybe could get used to them or something, but I don't want to have to get used to them. It's just, you know, I wanted a string that lasted longer. I didn't want a string that felt completely different and made my guitar for like a different guitar. I already liked the feel of my guitar. I just wanted the strings to last longer. That's kind of the idea of the OptiWebs is that they are going to feel a lot closer to a, a kind of uncoated normal, whatever you want to call it, string, but they're going to have the long-lasting properties of the other two. Curious to check that out. Um, you know, it'd be curious across a couple of different guitars to have like 
uncoated strings in the OptiWebs and see if there is a long-lasting difference, and then switch to the NanoWebs or the PolyWebs and see if there is a field difference um, between the three and stuff. Loads of interesting stuff. I'm just curious about it. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing. And I'll, I'll jump back on to talking about it now and again in the podcast. I won't go on about it as long as this because, like, my goodness, wouldn't that be the most boring fucking guitar podcast in the world? But... Um, if you're wanting to follow along with the odd thought of it now and again, I'm actually going to be doing a lot of it on the Axes and Blades Instagram and Facebook pages. So if you go and follow Axes and Blades, um, Axes as in guitar and Blades, Blades as in knives, but it's not, I'm not a knife fetishist or anything or, a, or a, I don't know, I don't know why I'd be combining knives with guitars. It's not about sort of close combat assault weaponry and guitars. It's, uh, it's just my name, but um. Axes as in guitars and then blades and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and I'll be kind of posting some stuff up on there some thoughts some little pictures and stuff uh as things go on just now and again I'm not going to let it take over too much stuff because I will bore the shit out of myself if I talk about it you know I said I'm in a nerdy mind fret about in the mind uh, mind from about this but like yeah I'm not going to like fret about going too deep into it because it's like it's a, you know I, I only go so nerdy even for someone with a daily guitar podcast there are, there are limits <laughs> there really are there's a reason I don't work as like a as a I don't know as a string manufacturer or something you know what I mean a researcher in pickup metal alloys there are different types of people in this world and I am I am I'm not not quite there but anyway I thought I'd just point that out because I've, I've kind of already got some interesting results on it and uh, I'm going to be going between all the strings and seeing, you know, from a skeptical perspective, I guess, what are coat strings about? What experiences do I get? Um, and would I recommend anything from here? So if you're curious about all this stuff, if you've looked at the elixirs and gone, yeah, everyone says they're good, but man, like that price, you know what I mean? Then uh, yeah, stick around and I'll give you an honest answer on this there's no sponsorship from elixir i paid my own money for these things um i don't have any ties to any string company so it's literally just going to be in real time watching someone be disappointed or surprised or or uh pleasantly surprised or pleased with with these things as it goes so that's how we'll go and bear in mind that the skepticalness comes from i think that's a good approach one and two i'd quite like it if the result was that i didn't have to buy the expensive string so like, elixir has like they have a tough battle which i think is realistic because that's how you guys are gonna i think it's why it might be a useful perspective that's your guys opinion right so that's how you're gonna feel approaching this is you're like without any attachment to that company yet i'd quite like their strings not to be that good so that i don't have to pay for them i'd like it if the really cheap strings were like way better that would be nice um but you know so many things in life it doesn't work like that um so many things in life you go i i'm quite annoyed that that's noticeably better because that's the expensive one and i didn't want to pay that <laughs> but there you go um what i've noticed so far is the strings at all good price points which is which is thank goodness right um but i'm curious to see so yeah follow along i'll occasionally drop in stuff about it here i'm not going to do like whole episodes after episodes on it but i'll drop in stuff here and i'll give stuff kind of in real time on instagram and facebook and stuff as well so you can follow along there i'll put the links in the description to that and i will also put links in the description for today's music because you, we've just got to balance out the stupid nerdy pointless guitar idiocy with 
the whole point of all this stuff, which is making music. Um, and I want to suggest an album from um, an artist that I have already mentioned on here. I said to just go check out the um, this guitarist uh, in a in a previous previous episode. But I, I kind of just wanted to give a specific album because I've just been feeling it, and that's that's how it works here. Sometimes, sometimes an artist just keeps popping up again and again. If that's what I'm listening to a bunch, so I want you today to go check out the album Surrender by Realizer. Very chill, meditative, acoustic stuff. Really nice, really nice stuff. So I'll leave a link to that in the description as well. Go and check it out. Go listen to a bunch of music. Play a bunch of guitar. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And I will catch you tomorrow.